0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Delanell, and today I have some bittersweet news to share about Spider-Man and uh, an update on the video game side of things. We haven't talked about uh, a video game update for a good while. I think the last update I talked about was um, Miles Morales and his rankings, um... Like, months ago when I was still doing the Daily Swing. So it's been a minute. Um, but we haven't had an episode entirely dedicated to, um, you know, an update for Spider-Man video games. Because out of the TV shows and the movies and the games that we talk about, the games usually are uh, the slowest to for something to happen. But we finally got some news. And I say news and, like I said before, bittersweet because... For some people, this is great news. For other people, this is a hair-ripping experience. But, <clears throat> so you guys, I'm not sure if you've played, now I've played the game. I've beaten the main campaign for Marvel's Avengers. Um, you know, with Kamala Khan as uh, Miss Marvel and going through that whole game and that experience. Now, I understand a lot of the complaints about the game. It's a, it's a pretty good story and everything. Um, but there were, definitely were and still are some issues. However, last year when it kind of first came out, uh, we were told that Spider-Man would eventually show up in the game. Um, and then we were told that he would be PlayStation exclusive. So PlayStation uh, 4 and PlayStation 5 This would be an exclusive character to the game, which meant that anyone playing PC, anyone playing Xbox version, they were going to be out of commission. Now, I'm not entirely sure, you know, if uh, I don't know why they made it exclusive. Here's the thing, okay? We have to rewind back a little bit. Let me just, I've already talked about this in depth in a previous episode, but I'm just going to review the video game ownership for Spider-Man, okay? Just so you guys know, who owns what? Um, so, <clears throat> with that said, wow. With that said, Sony does not own the character Spider-Man for video games. However, Marvel, the now they own Spider-Man for video games. Which means, like, they own the distribution and all of that. Which means that they can license Spider-Man to any game developer they want. And Spider-Man can be a playable character. That's why you can see Spider-Man in mobile games. As well as console games. Of different developers, different, you know, companies and and studios and all of this. Because Marvel is the one that's saying, you're allowed to use it, you're allowed to use it, you're allowed to use it. So... Eventually, Marvel and Sony came together and said, okay, hey, Sony, for the longest time, Marvel and Activision had this big partnership where they were, Activision was creating games, Spider Man games. I think Spider Man 2 was the first game. It, they, like, they were doing it for a good while. And the last game that came out was um, the game partnered with Beanox. Um, I believe it was the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game that came out. That was a disaster, and that was also the last solo outing before Marvel switched hands. And they went to Sony and said, hey, Sony, create a Spider-Man game. You guys can create a Spider-Man game for us. Which makes sense on paper because Sony was doing a great job with the movies, so Marvel figured, hey, let's kind of re-up the relationship that we have and Let's see what you guys can do with a video game. So Sony took that opportunity, and they created a platform-exclusive game, okay? So we got Spider-Man, and we got Spider-Man Miles Morales, PlayStation exclusive. That's how I accidentally ended up buying a PlayStation. I wanted to play the game because I love Spidey, and so that's what happened. Now, you fast-forward to this announcement, and the question is, who was in charge of letting Spider-Man be an exclusive character on a game who, th- this this game, um, you know, here's the thing about what, what makes it interesting about this game. So, Sony owns a studio called Insomniac. And Somniac, Sony's like in the process of buying the the studio. I don't know if it's closed yet, but they've they've announced their intention of buying the studio, I believe, in like 2018 or so. Um, But their goal is to have a game studio that can be in-house and do some things. The developers for the Marvel's Avengers are not owned by Sony. They're not controlled by Sony. So the question on everyone's minds is, why is Spider-Man exclusive to just PlayStation? And I, <clears throat> Sony really has no play in this, right? Like, they are not dealing with the developers. All Sony has right now is a platform, right? PlayStation, right? The studios that are working on the game, they are their own independent companies and they're doing whatever so the question is again why is Spidey exclusive to PlayStation there are two I think there's only one real scenario that's happening here I think when Marvel originally did the deal with Sony they must have made some kind of deal where any console gaming Sony has the option to make it PlayStation exclusive. That's the only thing I can think of. There must be some kind of option in the contract where Sony can say, if you're making a game with Spider-Man in it, it has to be on this console. Um, That's all I can think of because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. To make this exclusive. Here's the thing from early reports, from early reports, when this first was announced, they said this was not the same Spider Man as the PlayStation solo games. This was a different Spider Man, a different story for him, different voice actor. Like the whole thing is different. So it's not like they're connected. So it's weird that these guys who have no connection to Sony would make a multi uh, multiplayer game uh, which spreads, you know, cross-platforms, right? This is a cross-platform game where anyone that has online access can play. Now, this is why this makes... This is why I think this is a bad move. I think this is really, like, dumb. I don't really like this move. Um, And if you guys have not played this game before, let me just kind of break it down for you how it it kind of functions. So, um, we've seen these kind of games before. This isn't some kind of radical, this isn't new, you know, this isn't like a ground-shaking thing. But Spider-Man, well, Marvel's Avengers, this game pretty much, you beat the campaign mode, which is the same for everyone, right? Like everyone experiences the same campaign mode. Given different, you know, differences, the way you upgrade your heroes and stuff, but the missions and all of that are all the same. You're all going, we're all going through the same thing, right? Okay. Now, after the game, they start adding on, if you will, they start adding on basically DLCs, right? Built in DLCs where you get a new chapter of the game to play. These chapters are continuations, right? They're ongoing continuations of the main story that you've played. There are new characters introduced and things like that, but it's essentially the same, right? We're still good. This is still fine. This is still fine. But because the story is linear, right, it's a continuation because it flows into the next thing, into the next thing, when Spider-Man comes out, PlayStation users are going to have a new story to play through. Everyone else will not have that story. So let's say say another character, they they introduce another character after Spider-Man, right? Are we going to enter a situation where when they do the story... Are they going to write in the Spider-Man part? Because if they do, then Xbox and PC users are going to be confused. Like, I don't remember this. Who is that? What's happening? Right? There's even parts in the game, like when you're kind of like roaming around the uh, helicarrier. And you're, you know, you're talking to different people. There's going to be conversations that are missed. You know, Spidey's going to be hanging from somewhere on the ceiling, right? Probably in the Hell Carrier. For PlayStation users, we'll get to talk to him. And then for Xbox users, it'll just be a weird blank space. Like, I don't, I don't know. This is the type of game that doesn't make sense. There are a lot of games, right? Like, when you pre-order a game, and you get it's an exclusive character, right? And you get to use that exclusive character, and it's, it's a character, Sometimes you can uh, get a pre-bonus, pre-order bonus pre bonus for like a side mission that kind of basically has nothing to really do with the main story. Like you can, you can play the main story and not miss out on anything. And then this little extra thing on the side that kind of enhances the story, but you don't need it. You can do that. But what we don't like to see is a cross-platform online experience. Where, let's just say, I mean, PC gamers are kind of larger than console gamers, Uh, but let's just say for the sake of three different ways to play, right? Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Let's just say a third of the players are going to be able to do things and play things that are directly connected to the story, but not everyone else will have the chance, right? Right? It like I said, it's one thing to have like an, a bonus character to be able to play, or even like a bonus costume. Right there, there was a, um, like I think one of the Spider-Man games. I want to say Shattered Dimensions. You got there was like a bonus suit that came along with it, a suit for Spider to wear. But you still played the same game. It was the same experience, but now you just had a costume that other players weren't going to have. That was it. Um, but, but to make this kind of thing exclusive, the only thing I can think of is that Spider-Man's story will not really have much to do with the main plot. Like that's the only way. If you introduce it as part of the main plot, you would basically have to write two different stories for the game from now on. One storyline will be where Spider-Man doesn't exist. The other storyline will be where he does exist. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. That's, for certain, that's how the game has been working so far. When they've introduced, like, Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop and and all the different characters, which I don't know why they released similar people back-to-back, but okay. Um, you know, so it's kind of, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. But let's get to the actual update, the quote, um from the uh, one of the, the people from uh, one of the designers from the game. He says, his name is Scott Walters. Um, he says, In terms of what we can say now, we've always scheduled and looked to bring Spider-Man out in 2021 for PlayStation owners. That is still on track, so we'll have more announcements later on this year. Now, When I bought Marvel's Avengers, uh, I I really, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember when I bought it. I bought it like really late last year, probably. Like, you know, so it was out for a good while by the time I got my hands on it. On the sticker, there's a sticker on the case, like on the wrapping of the case, of the game case. And it said, it was Spider-Man's logo, and it said that Spider-Man was basically coming out early 2021. That's what it said. Spider-Man coming out early 2021. It was exclusive to PlayStation. I was not really going to buy the game until I saw that sticker. That sticker made me want to buy it. I was like, okay, I get to play With Spider-Man in this game after a few months... So I'll just take my time beating the campaign. By the time I'm done the campaign, ideally, he'll be ready to go. I'll swing with him, and that's it. But no, no. They, not only did they push it back, but they didn't really say why. They just pushed it back. Spidey never showed up. This is the first update we've heard in maybe the year about him specifically. They made announcements of other characters like Black Panther showing up and all these different things but they never gave us a real update on Spidey until just now. So it's been almost an entire year with several months past when he was supposedly coming out. And the developer is saying that, yeah, by the end of the year, he'll be out here. Now, we're in September. Well, okay. We're in, we're in the middle of August. Uh, I'm not sure when you're going to... like they. The thing about it is... When they announced, like, all the stories and all the characters coming to the platform, they had a long timeline of characters. If you really was having Spidey coming out, why wouldn't you have announced him then and there? Like, yeah, this is happening. Because he's saying, he's saying that we're still on track for this. That's what's happening right now. We're still set to bring him in this year. So it's hard to kind of imagine um guys if you're on Xbox or pc especially pc i i I don't know uh what the source for Marvel's Avengers is I don't know if you're allowed to make mods I mean that that'd be your best bet to <laughs> mod a character uh, i don't I don't think that it's open source like that so um but i, I don't I don't know for sure. I I I feel you, Xbox and PC fans. I feel you. Um, I don't think it's fair. The only way you can potentially balance it, the only way you can potentially balance it, is if you have a an exclusive character for each platform, right? If you have, I'm just throwing out random names. If you have Doctor Strange exclusive for Xbox if you have Squirrel Girl exclusive for PC I went with those two because they're all uh Ditko guys they're all Ditko heroes Steve Ditko so Spidey um Doctor Strange and Squirrel Girl it'd be kind of funny if if they did that if they just released his like three heroes and just kind of like Ditko exclusives Get your Ditko exclusive. Like that'd be kind of funny. But in any case, like if you did something like that, I could maybe, maybe forgive exclusive. I already hate exclusives. I already hate the idea. I understand from a business side of it. You know, if 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 one game is available everywhere, it's less likely the consumer will choose your thing. To play it on, right? Um, but for us as players, it it just sucks because now we're kind of stuck. Like, we're going to miss out unless we pay more. Like, <laughs> I, come on. And honestly, like, I have this PlayStation 4. I have the Xbox One. I haven't moved up in the latest generations, mainly because... Uh, for the longest time, they were off the shelves. You couldn't even get any. So I've been struggling to get my hands on anything. But ultimately, they play very similar. They, there's not a lot of differences between the consoles. I mean, you know, the only differences at, at this point is other things like connection speeds and exclusives. Um, and how well that they can kind of control your whole... You know, you can use your PlayStation or Xbox to control your TV. You can download the different apps like Roku and uh, Google and, um, you know, Chromecast, I should say, and all these different things. You can watch Hulu, Netflix, all of that, all on that one console. You don't even need a smart TV. Like, if you invest in a console, that will be your hybrid uh, Blu-ray player, gaming system, streaming uh, device thing. Like, it, it can be all of that in one console. So you don't have to buy the big giant television with all of the fancy gizmos and gadgets. You can have one box that takes care of everything. That's pretty much why Xbox named their next console Xbox One. When that came out, it was like 360 to one, why? But they, they their goal was to have it as one thing for all of your stuff. Just... All of whatever you like to do for the entertainment, it can it works with that one box. Of course, it's awkward when you create sequels because now you have the Xbox X and all of these different things. I don't know what, what's happening here. But, um, you know, back to this exclusive mess. Like, yeah, sure, I'm okay. I have the PlayStation version, so I'll get Spidey. That's fine. But, like... And, I mean, I have both consoles, so any exclusives I'd be able to grab. But, like, I'm not paying twice for one game just to be able to... You know what I mean? Like, it, the whole thing is just... It's bittersweet, like I said. It's bittersweet. I. You guys let me know how you feel about console exclusives. Especially for a multi. multiplayer online experience like this. Because... I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work the actual story for Spidey into the game when only a third of the people are going to be able to experience it. Like, I I don't know. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because, again, Sony's not involved with these developers. So unless the agreement with Marvel and Sony is that Sony is allowed to say, any Spider-Man for console goes here. Because, again, I can play Spider-Man characters in mobile games. So it's not all gaming. Sony must have done something to get their hands on console gaming um, for Spider-Man. Like, console game rights for Spider-Man. That might be what it is. And, I mean, if that if that's the case, that's a heck of a deal for Sony, you know? And, again, they've proven... The games that they've published, they've proven they know how to work the character. They know what they're doing with the character. The movies that they've put out, you know, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Homecoming, Far From Home. they Sony knows what they're doing with the property. They know what they're doing. And so Marvel is trusting Sony to make Spidey bigger and better. And that way, Marvel will make more money. Right. It's all about the money. So if this exclusive agreement is what it will take, then I get it It sucks. But I get it. And that's kind of like, you know, I always like to try to explain the business side of different decisions so that we can kind of have that understanding and context. That doesn't mean we're fine with it. That doesn't mean we're happy with it. But just so you guys understand why these decisions are being made. And I'm sure those of you who are out there that know a lot more about these kind of deals and relationships and stuff can elaborate even more on what I'm trying to say, but that's the gist of it. You know, most likely there was some kind of contract between Sony and Marvel, and this is the result, where anyone that produces any game containing Spider-Man will always be exclusive to Spider-Man uh, to uh, PlayStation. And I think... For online games like this, it's risky. When you have like DLCs that basically continue a story, it's risky to have an exclusive story, basically. Because then the main story branches out into two scenarios. Like I said, one with Spider-Man and one without. And the writing for that and all of these different things, I'm not sure how they're... The only other thing I can think of is that when they release Spidey, he'll have his own side thing that won't really interact much with the main story, which I guess that's cool. And that, I mean, that probably explains why he was delayed. Like the studio probably realized like this is harder than we thought and had to push some things back. You know, it it could be a variety of different reasons why Spidey got pushed back. We don't really know. We probably will never know. Um, But that's kind of where I'm coming from. Those are my thoughts and hypotheticals about it. Um, And I I guess, you know, when it comes out, I'll play it. And I have to decide. I'm still deciding if I want to, like, do something on Twitch um, and stream it on Twitch or, or... Will be live or will I just do a pre-recorded something on YouTube or what? You know, I don't. I'm not totally sure what I'm gonna do. Um, but I did want to add that element to the podcast streaming element. Um, I've thought about like a a newsletter, blog type of thing, but I kind of backed off of it. So we'll see. You know, I don't. We're watching webheads. I don't want you reading anything. Right? You're listening ironically you're you're listening to the podcast, so I guess you're not always watching but you know the good news is um there are different mediums to express ourselves and to bond over so that's what i'm leaning towards you guys. Let me know if you prefer live stream and watching me live play the game or if you prefer. That I play the game and upload bits and pieces on YouTube so you can watch it at your own leisure and your own pace. And it's a steady flow of content that you can get you know, over the course of like a week or two or something. However long I'm playing it. So that's kind of the end game there. Um, and again, also let me know how you feel about exclusives and things like that. Do you guys think that Spidey can save the game? Because the game has been doing pretty poorly Um do you guys think that Spidey can save the day? Um, it's tough to say, but, you know, he is the biggest product that Marvel has. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's everything for Marvel, basically. So it's interesting to see um, how that's going to go. Finally, we'll have a game during the MCU era where Spidey will be joining the Avengers. Um, We haven't seen that, really. You know, Ultimate Alliance kind of doesn't count because everyone's in the game, right? Um, So, alrighty. I'm out of here. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more, make sure you follow my uh, podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't know where you're at, really. Um, and, you know, check out my website, com And follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting Spider-Man stuff and 76ers stuff and other random stuff. Stuff, right? What is that web flute made out of anyway? Stuff. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep swinking.